0: Hold it right there. Before we start the podcast today, I just want to say something. I know you're wondering what I want to say. I'm going to get to it in just a second. I'm just, I'm leading into it, okay? Big lead up. Okay, are you ready? Yes, you're nodding your head, yes. Like, hurry up, get into it, hurry up. Well, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. I really, really appreciate you being part of another podcast with me. It means so much I'm having such a blast recording making podcasts doing weird transitions in between making ads and just so much other fun stuff and I'm so grateful that you've taken the time to listen to these episodes go through the news with me throughout the winter it's a slow season go through yearly reviews with me and I appreciate every single one of you guys for listening and I hope you enjoy today's episode Welcome into episode 20 of Ball Boy Talk. Super happy to be with you guys post Super Bowl. Um, I was going for the Bucks all the way. You never bet against the GOAT, Tom Brady. Thanks for being with me today. It is officially time for baseball. Um, Camps open in T minus on the 17th. So nine days until baseball season officially starts. And who is excited? I know I'm excited. I hope you're excited. It's about to be a super fun season. Before we get too much further into it, today on the show we're going to talk about some news, some notes, uh, the Red Sox, the Tigers, the Rangers, and the Pirates to round out our 2020 yearly reviews finally. And I'm going to recap my bold predictions. And we're going to try to keep this one short, sweet, and to the point. Um, if you don't know, I did start recording on YouTube every day, a ball boy talk channel. Of course, we still have the Facebook page. Um, today is the last day to get your name into the drawing on Facebook, so please make sure you guys go and follow Facebook, um, Ball Boy Blog, um, and yeah, as always, make sure you're checking out all the new content coming out on the website um, every week. So we're going to jump right into the news here. We're going to keep this all into one segment. are going to keep it nice and short. So you probably heard by now, I did a whole newsflash on this, but the 154-game season proposal by the MLB uh, owners was denied by the PA. Um, the proposal included delaying the season by a month, expanding the playoffs a Universal DH, uh, and, it, and the season would have started April 28th, ended in November. Uh, but the PA ultimately declined. Therefore, everything starting on time. February 17th, Pitchers and Catchers Report. Gears already arriving at training facilities. Um, it's it's real. Baseball's here. Baseball's coming. Um, it almost feels surreal that these sports actually are playing full seasons and that it's it's somewhat normal and it's just awesome to see. Um, outside of that, um, the MLB named Hall of Famer Ken Griffey Jr. to a senior advisor role to uh, the commissioner. His emphasis will be in baseball operations and youth baseball development, particularly regarding improving diversity at the amateur levels of the game. I love this move, as well as former uh, players Michael Hill, Rolla Banez were also named to senior vice presidents of on-field operations. Um, Rajay Davis was also hired as a director of on-field operations. Um, He shares that title with two other former big leaders, Nick Hunley and Gregor Blanco. So it's great to see so many former players stepping into these roles in MLB, in the front office, in team front offices. Um, Big fan of it. Uh, We had a couple guys retire this week. Um, Rookie of the year, AL MVP, three-time World Series champ, four-time Gold Glove winner, four-time All-Star, 37-year-old Boston Red Sox legend, Dustin Pedroia officially called it a career. It's sad. Yes, I know. But... All good things must come to an end, and Pedro's career—he hadn't been on a field for over two years, um, and it—it it was overdue, honestly. Um, but regardless, still a lot of still fun. Um, still sad to see him gone. Uh, three-time All-Star, 2015 NLCS MVP. Daniel Murphy also called it a career after 12 seasons. Um, Chipper Jones joined the Braves as a part-time hitting coach. And let's see here. Um, you could read a few updates as well in the full post. That's going to be in the description on the podcast. Um, that includes the combine, the draft combine, um, how that's kind of going to work. Also some of the Mets headlines. The Mets have found their names in too many headlines recently. Um, not all great. And also includes the recent allegations about Angel's pitching coach, Mikey Calloway, um, kind of updates on that. To jump into some of the free agent signings, um, Didi Gregorius signed a two-year $28 million deal with the Phillies. This is great for the Phillies. Um, the infield is going to have Gene Segura C- at second, Alec Boehm at third, Reese Hoskins back at first base, JTR behind the plate with Didi at short. That infield and that team in general is looking pretty dang good right now. Uh, the Cubs signed right-handed pitcher Trevor Williams. The Twins re-signed DH Nelson Cruz to a one-year $13 million deal. Just absolutely phenomenal signing for the Twins to get their guy back. Um, the Cubs also signed left-handed relief pitcher Andrew Chatham. The Rays re uh, reunion with right-handed pitcher Chris Archer. Um, Archer was part of the deal that brought over um, Tyler Glassnow and Austin Meadows from the Pirates um, when that trade happened. He joins Michael Walker as the second reclamation project for the Rays rotation that lost Charlie Morton and Blake Snell this offseason. season. Uh, the Red signed Sean Doolittle, uh, left-handed relief pitcher. The White Sox re-signed Rondon. The Indians signed outfielder Eddie Rosario. The Cubs are expected to re-sign Yadier Molina, but nothing's official yet. The Cardinals re-signed Adam Wainwright. The Phillies signed left-handed pitcher Matt Moore. Cubs signed outfielder Jock Peterson. The Nationals signed Alex Avila, catcher. Cubs also signed right-handed pitcher Cole Stewart. Um, The Mets signed left-handed relief pitcher pitcher Aaron Loop. And lastly, the Yankees landed Darren O'Day, um, another reliever. So that kind of wraps us up for the signings this last week. Some free agent notes. Uh, Tanaka ended up re-signing with the Rakuten Eagles um jackie bradley jr is kind of looking for a, f- a longer term deal i doubt he'll get it but scott boris is his agent um so he'll get something that'll pay him pretty well a uh, long-term pact um the mets blue jays cubs phillies astros and the red Sox are the interested names uh Marlon gonzalez the twins red Sox, phillies blue jays are interested in him um And then KBO left-handed pitcher Hyun Jong-Yang is a restricted free agent of sorts um, and is available for teams to sign. To talk about some trades, there's only one big trade that I want to talk about. And if you haven't heard about it, you've probably been living under a rock. The St. Louis Cardinals got another steal from the NL West and they stole... Eight-time gold glove, four-time all-star Nolan Arenado from the Colorado Rockies for $50 million and a package of prospects. The Rockies will also pay all of the $35 million salary in 2021. Arenado gets a keep-his-full no-trades clause opt-outs after 2021 and the 2022 seasons. Arenado owns a career 293, 349, 551 slash with 235 home runs. Over 4,558 plate appearances. He's also one of the best defenders that baseball has ever seen. Eight straight gold gloves, 120 defensive runs saved, and 56.4 UZ, uh, ultimate zone rating. He's absolutely phenomenal. He is my number one fantasy third baseman. I absolutely love Nolan Arenado. You can't go wrong with a little bit of Nolan Arenado. Now that lineup is even more stacked at the corners and defensively with Arenado at third base absolutely love this move. Um, the Cardinals ended up giving up left-handed pitcher Austin Gomber, third baseman Mateo Gill, infielder Elhurius Montero, right-handed pitcher Tony Losi, and right-handed pitcher Jake Somers. Um, of course, there were a couple other trades. All of them were pretty small. Um, the Mets acquired Jord- Jordan Yamamoto from the Marlins. The Angels acquired right-handed pitcher Alex Cobb from the Orioles. The A's acquired left-handed pitcher Cole Irvin. The Blue Jays acquired Steven Matt from the Mets. Um, and yeah, trade rumors, um, the Cleveland Indians are taking calls on newly acquired shortstop Ahmed Rosario. Um, so we'll kind of see what happened here. The Reds have called on him. Uh, so we'll kind of see what happens there. Uh, the Pirates are taking calls on second baseman outfielder Adam Frazier and the Braves checked in on outfielder Trey Mancini. However, that was before they signed Marcelo Zuna this last week. Um, some injury updates. Some guys have been throwing for teams. Uh Jeff Samarja threw for teams. Um right-handed pitcher Mike Faltinewitz threw for teams, and he actually ended up signing with the Rangers. F- free agent pitcher Jake Arrieta threw for teams. The Mets were in attendance. The twins were also there. And right-handed pitcher uh Steve Spencer Patton threw for teams on the second. Uh the Braves, Rays, Angels, Royals, Rangers, and Giants were also there. Um, and then just to end this new segment. One crazy fact that I saw, listen to these names. Garrett Cole, Tyler Glasnow, Austin Meadows, Josh Bell, James Santallion, Joe Musgrove, Starling Marte, Andrew McCutcheon, Corey Dickerson, Francisco Lariano. Those are all players that the Pittsburgh Pirates have traded since 2017. Imagine if they would have been able to kept more than half of those, how great of a dynasty the Pirates would be today. It would be unreal. But however, that ends us for the news. Um, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get into four reviews. And yeah, we'll go from there. Oh my gosh, what is that smell? Hey, Jewel, what are you cooking? Oh, me? I'm just over here cooking with some Danos. Danos? What is Danos? well my friend you don't know till you Dano that's literally what I asked but what is it what is Dano's is it like some Kentucky seasoning actually yeah it is Um, weird that you asked that but Dano's no sugar low sodium all natural ingredients all good stuff inside of this bottle right here you can never use too much because it's made with real sea salt fresh ingredients no crap no msg no glucose It's gluten free and let me tell you i put that danos on everything and i did not know until i danoed and my life has never been the same my cooking has not been the same nothing has been the same and that amazing smell you're smelling is just danos wow dude what can you put it on Like I said, you can put it on anything. Chicken, steak, pork, ribs. You can put it in your soup. You can put it in your clam chowder. You can put it in your chicken noodle soup. You can put it on your tacos. You can put it in your taco meat. You can, you can, Dano, put that stuff on everything. Wow. Dude, where can I get some of this? Here, let me tell you real quick. You can go to theballboyblog.com slash my dash deals page all right i'm following i'm following and then what i'm here on the page right now click the link that says danos okay okay click the link says danos it took did it take you to the site yeah yeah it took me to the site oh my goodness these are great that's such a beautiful packaging i'm ordering some right now awesome well since you click the link you let them know i sent you if you don't click the link and you decide to go straight over to danos.com just put in the code BALLBOY at checkout to let them know I sent you. Y- you can thank me later. And yeah, that's all there is to it. And like I said, you don't know until you dan know. Alright, we're back. So we're back with some yearly reviews. i um, have got the last four teams here. And then before you know it, I'm going to be talking about the yearly previews. Um, those will start coming out in the month of March. Every team, every day of March will have a preview coming out. Uh, So you guys probably know the drill by now moves love, didn't love what's next takeaway. Um, I'm going to skip the moves um, unless they were super huge. Um, The only one really for the um, Red Sox was trading workman and Heath Hembray to the pirate for the, to the Phillies for Nick Pivetta and right-handed pitcher Connor Siebold. Siebold was an excellent um, kind of steal. Seabold has a really high upside, so I'm really excited to see how he works into this rotation in the near future. And then Pivetta was also really good. Um, 10 innings pitched with a 13k to 5 walk ratio with a 1.08 ERA. Um, nice bullpen piece there. Just fantastic. Um, that was really the only move that with a player that came back that was worth something. Uh, what did we love? Well, we didn't love not having Mookie Betts in Boston. Um, that was huge, but We love seeing what Alex Verdugo can do. 308 batting average, 367 OBP, 478 slugging. Um, He led the team in all those categories, um, which was fantastic. Uh, We also saw a great season from Xander Bogarts uh, 300, 364, 502, as well as Christian Vasquez uh, 283, 344, 457. Um, And then Nathan Awaldi's opening day performance. Was pretty good, but outside of that, the pitching performances were just not that good. Uh, what did we not not love? Not having Chris Sale and Erod in the rotation hurt. No Mookie Betts hurt. Um, a last place finish in the AL East hurt. Um, third worst finish in the AL and the fourth worst in the MLB. Ouch. Um, I projected them going 33 and 27, and they ended up going 24 and 36. However, they slashed a average, a very league average, 265, 334, 45. So they were they were an average offense overall. However, they lost a lot of games because of their pitching, who had a team 558, 5.58 ERA with a 160 whip while opponents hit 281 off of them. Um, yeah, that's not going to get it done. Uh, biggest takeaway um this team needs a lot of pitching a lot of bullpen help hopefully the offseason moves will be enough to surround the young core and hopefully bringing Jackie Bradley Jr. back some rebound from Martinez um Benintendi you know continued success from uh Verdugo help propel this team um like I said like those takeaways pretty much what's next for them hoping on bounce backs from J.D. Martinez and Benintendi. Continued success from Devers, Bogarts, Bergdugo, Dale Beck. Um, getting Chris Sale and Erod back to health would be great. However, they didn't end up signing Mike George Springer or even Michael Brantley, who I absolutely loved as a fit for this team, especially with the Alex Cora connection. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Moving over to Detroit. Um they traded Cameron Mabin to the Cubs for Zach Short. Short didn't play for the Tigers in 2020. However, he should get a, sh- a good shot here come spring training. And so what do we love about the Tigers in 2020? Um, well, there wasn't much. Um, Jaimer Candelarios uh, he slashed a 297-369-503. He looked to be the answer at third base for the Tigers. Um, Willie Castro was another bright spot for the Tigers, 349, 381, 550 slash on the season. Um He looks to be a pretty solid answer at shortstop. Going into the 2021 season, Um the outfield duo of Victor Reyes, 277, 315, 391, and Jacoby Jones, 268, 333, 515, shows just how much potential there is on this team. Um, So I'm really excited about the future for them. how I just don't think it's right now. Um, I actually had them projected to go twenty three. Uh, oh, never mind. They finished twenty three and thirty five. Um, they missed two games due to COVID. Um, they I had them projected to go twenty eight and thirty two. Um, so that's one thing I didn't love personally. I think it's fair to say we all didn't love the season we saw from Miguel Cabrera. He's a future Hall of Famer. Uh, he slashed two fifty three twenty nine four seventeen with ten home runs, thirty five RBIs. But posted a measly negative two, war, negative 0.2 war. Um, so Spencer Torkelson, we should see him get an extended look in spring training. I mean, he's the future at first, third base for this team. He's an heir to Miguel Cabrera. Miggy's um, past his prime. And the offense as a whole, slash 245, 303, 397, and a 700 OPS. Um, a 700 OPS as a team, means that as a team, you're barely serviceable. Um, Pitching-wise, not much love there either. 5.63 ERA, 1.43 WHIP, 444 strikeouts to 192 walks, and opponents hit 265 off of them. Um, The offense and the pitching was not there. However, they still won 23 games. Definitely beyond me. Um, They would have won 62 games and lost 100 when you multiply by 2.7. Um, which is how much the weight carry each game? Uh, how much weight each game carried? The 6 ring farm system in the MLB um, probably a little bit higher now. This was going off of 2020. Uh, Willie Castro, you know, that outside of him, the talent isn't really there yet. Um, Casey Mize, Matt, Matt, and Tarek Skubal. Um, they also acted in 2020 with not, you know, really great results. Um, you know, hopefully, Torkelson—he arrives in 2021 with a strong spring training. So it'd be hard for them to say no, especially with how tough the Central is still. Um, the Twins, the White Sox, the Indians all still look to be major competitors in the division. The Royals and the Tigers are to be battling for fourth. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of see. AJ Hinch is in, in town now. Um, he's a great baseball mind. So we will we will see what happens. Next up is the Texas Rangers. Um, They ended up trading Todd Frazier to the Mets. They traded Mike Miner to the A's. They traded Robinson Trinos to the Mets as well. All for players to be named later. So nothing great came out of any of those. Uh, What we loved about the 2020 Rangers was third baseman Isaiah Kinner Falafia. He slashed 280, 329, 370 with 59 hits, 8 stolen bases led the team in each of those categories. However, from a power-hitting perspective, he only had three home runs with 10 RBIs. Um, however, getting on base isn't the problem, as we see by the 329 OBP. Um, he, he won the Gold Glove at third base, and he's expected to slide over to shortstop, with Odor sliding over to third. Solak, who I'm about to talk about now, he also hit 268, 326, 370. Um, outside of those two players, there wasn't much else to love on this team in general. Um... And then newly acquired Nate Lowe to fill in that first base. So the infield doesn't look bad. You so still have Joey Gallo in the outfield, Mr. Light Tower Power. Um, surprising gold glove defense. And, you know, some upside there. Um, Lance Lynn, who is no longer with the team, uh, was the only starting pitcher who had a decent season. Um, 84 innings pitch with a 3.32 ERA and 80, 89 Ks and 25 walks in a 2.3 war. Um You know, some guys that also showed well in their work, Kyle Cody, Brett Martin, Jonathan Hernandez. Um, These three are three players to watch going into the 2021 season. What did we not love about the Rangers? Well, their offensive slash line of 217, 285, 364, and 648 OPS um, led them to be the worst team in the American League. Um, You know, they, they just weren't good. Offensively, they were quite horrific. Um, pair that with a pitching um, of 5.02 ERA and posing hitters at hit 242 off of them—not um, a recipe for success. And to win more than the 22 games that they did, biggest takeaway um, was the offense awful. It's it's rebuild time. It's let Falisea and Solak play. Gallo build some value to be traded. Um, we already saw them sell Lance Lynn. Uh, so we'll we'll kind of see what happens next with Gallup. Um, But I do think he's under club control through 2022. I would not be shocked to see either AL or NL team try to swing a trade for him at the deadline this year. And lastly, the final yearly review we're going to talk about is the Pittsburgh Pirates. Man, it's... It's been a lot of fun talking about all these teams, reviewing them, and we're only getting started with the previews coming up here in just a couple weeks. Um, so they traded outfielder Jared Dyson to the cut, the White Sox, and they acquired left-handed pitcher Austin Davis. And neither of these players um, – Austin Davis didn't play for the club in 2020. Uh, what did we love about the, the season? Um, the player that I was most excited to finally see get some action – um, was third baseman Cabrian Hayes, who I think could win the NL Rookie of the Year. Um, he played in 24 games, which is really small. However, he slashed 367, 442, 682 um, with a 1.8 war. Pitchers Richard Rodriguez, 270 ERA, 35, 34 Ks to five walks. Mitch Keller, um, 21.2 innings pitch, but he had a 2.91 ERA, 18 walks to 16 Ks. Maybe that's supposed to be. 18 Ks to 16 walks. Um, However, those two players, the the team was not one to love. Uh, They finished last in the NL Central and last in the NL in general. The pitching staff pitched you a 4.68 ERA, 136 width, with 560, 36 strikeouts to 249 walks. Um, And they held opposing batters to a 235 batting average, however. But regardless of you know, them keeping them in at least most ball games. the offense wasn't As They slashed 220, 284, 357, and OPS of 641. Uh, they came up well short of my 25-35 record I had projected for them. Um, you know, biggest takeaway was Josh Bell didn't have a great season. Adam Frazier didn't have a great season. Um, those were the two main guys. Um, they only won 19 games. So Overall, it was a pretty rough season. What's next? Well, after an MLB worst 19-41 record, which would have translated into a 51-111 record in a 162-game season, um, the Pirates had the 16th ring farm system in baseball. However, they've been able to acquire 14 players um, for Joe Musgrove, Josh Bell, um, and they've, been, they've done great at selling anyone valuable to – upgrade that farm system, and now they have a lot of really interesting prospects. Uh, I would say Cabrian Hayes is the brightest spot on the team. Um, Jameson Talion's also been traded, um, so we'll see kind of what happens what this team looks like next. Adam Frazier should be traded before the season even starts. Uh, hopefully they don't end up trading any of these high upside pieces they received or any of the upside pieces they currently have like Cabrian Hayes, um, so they don't. So we don't see a repeat of the Chris Archer trade, um, kind of where things started to tumble down. But we'll take a quick break and then we'll get into my Bold Predictions recap. Hey, Jewel, yo, what's up, Jewel? Hey, what are you drinking over there? Oh, nothing, nothing, you probably, you probably would love it if you had it. What is it? I want some. Oh, it's Ray's energy. It's amazing. 300 milligrams caffeine, no sugar, no carbs, no crap. Just amazing, clean, fresh energy for you to drink. What, dude? No way. Let me try that. And what do you think? Dude, where have this been in my life? Where can I get some? How do I get some? Awesome question. Let me tell you. You can get some of that delicious drink over at theballboyblog.com backslash my-deals. You go on down, you go to the link that says Rep Sports Raise Energy. Click it, go to their page, order as many cases as your heart desires, and then boom. Go check out, put in the code ballboy to say 15%. 15%? No way. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. It is. So yeah, what are you waiting for? Go order some. I just did on my phone right now. I ordered the Baja Lime, the Mango Guava, the Watermelon, the Galaxy Burst, the Phantom Freeze, Apollo, and I'm so excited to try all of them. Dude, that's only scratching the surface. You still got Sour Gummy Worm, Great Gummy Worm. You still have Strawberry Colada, and I believe that's about it, actually. You got all of them. Good job. So yeah, order, 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 order. Use my code, it'll save you a headache, literally. <laughs> see what I did there? But, regardless, thank you for listening, thank you for supporting, and please, go be like my friend, and go get yourself some raised energy. What are you waiting for? So, back in, post the winter meetings back in December, I predicted where I thought each of the big name free agents were either going to get where they were to sign and some of the biggest trade chips were going to get traded. So I want to kind of review that with you guys, cause kind of see how I did. Um, and you know, it's not great. Uh, so Trevor Bauer, I predicted to sign with the angels as we recently seen. He did go to LA, but he went to the Dodgers. Um, JT real Mito, I hadn't predicted to go back to the Phillies and he signed back with the Phillies. Um, George Springer. Uh, this one I was a little disappointed with, but uh, I had him projected going back with Alex Cora and with Boston. However, I was right with the AL East um, and wanting to go to a place where he was like the star and had a young core around him, um, where he would just come in, be the vet, and be the, the man. Um, he ended up going to the Toronto Blue Jays. So I was close again. Um, infielder DJ LeMahieu, he ended up, I had him predicting to go to the Yankees. And he ended up re-signing with the Yankees. Um, Marcelo Zuna. Um, I had him going to the Mets. Um, I thought that was a great fit. I thought he would have slid nicely into left field. And of course, this is also assuming that there was going to be a DH in the NL. Um, But I would love to see him with the Mets. Um, However, he did re-sign with the Braves, as we recently saw. Marcus Semien, I actually had him going to the Seattle Mariners um, and moving over to second base. However, um, he actually ended up going and signing with the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, he'll slide into presumably third base um, with Vlad Guerrero moving over to first base, Bichette at shortstop, and Kevin Biggio at second base. However, he could still factor into second base or uh, third base rotation as well. So we'll kind of see what happens there. Uh, Dede Gregorius, I had him projected to go back to the Phillies and he ended up going back to the Phillies. Alfred or DH Michael Brantley, uh, I thought he was going to go to the Twins, um, join, you know, the Bomba squad, go and hit a ton of home runs, but he actually ended up re-signing with the Astros. Um, so, you know, not as close. Uh, starting pitcher, Machihiro Tanaka, I actually had him going to the Marlins, um, I thought you know, the fit with Miami was nice. It was East Coast. It was still the NL East. Um, We've seen other players, you know, from Japan, Korea go to the Marlins, have success. Um, They're right on the cusp and they needed a veteran. They needed an ace. But Tanaka ultimately ended up re-signing with his Rakuten Eagles in Japan. Uh, Liam Hendricks. I thought he was going to go sign with the Padres and seriously give the Dodgers a run for their money. However, he ended up going and signing with the Chicago White Sox. So again, a little off, but the White Sox also, you know, they lost Cologne. Um, and it was actually a really good signing for the White Sox to get Hendricks, especially to keep up with all the moves the twins made. Um, and to really go for that division. Um, Haseok Kim, I thought he was going to go to the Blue Jays cause I just, I, the fit was, was natural there. Um, but he actually ended up going to the Padres, which makes things interesting um, because they have Jake Cronenworth. Um, so one of these guys between Cronenworth, um, Kim, and even Tatis may end up in left field um, in 2021. So this is kind of a wait and see, but I they do definitely want to get Kim's bat into the lineup. Um, James McCann, I had expected going to go the Mets and he ended up signing with the... Oh, with the Mets. Um, and so that was pretty cool. Got that one right. Justin Turner, he still hasn't signed yet. But um, ultimately, when he does resign, I think it's going to be with the Dodgers. They're already over the luxury tax. They're going for their windows in the next couple of years. And so if they don't resign Turner, who has been an excellent third baseman over the past few seasons, I mean, in in the postseason and 15 playoff series, um, he has a 295-392-507-slash. And 314 plate appearances or 15 playoff series, it's it's a no brainer that he's going to go back to the Dodgers. Um, Nelson Cruz, I actually wanted him to go back to the Mariners on a two year deal. However, he just recently resigned with the Twins, um, which again, logical. Um, Catcher Yadier Molina, starting pitcher Anna Wainwright. Wainwright already re-signed with the Cardinals, and Yadier Molina is expected to re-sign with the Cardinals post-Caribbean series. Um, but my projection for both of them was the Cardinals. Um, some trades. Some guys I thought were going to be traded. Um, Chris Bryant, I have him projected going to the Nationals. you've seen, We've seen the Nationals make a few other moves. Um, so we'll ultimately... Haven't seen him move yet. However, I do think the Mets and the Blue Jays are the likeliest landing spots for Bryant. Uh, Nolan Arenado, this is one man that has been moved. um, And I hadn't projected going to the Dodgers just because I bought into the hype. I was all about it. And I was making bold prediction. Well, he ended up getting traded to the Cardinals. So, you know, another team. Uh, Francisco Lindor, one of the first and biggest moves of the offseason. Um, I thought the Milwaukee Brewers were an excellent fit. They needed another star next to Christian Yelich. They still haven't gotten one. However, I think they're close. Um, Trevor Story, GM says they're not going to trade him. Um, I think that's kind of just throwing, throwing smoke, throwing a smoke bomb out there. Um, I still see the Cincinnati Reds as a good fit for Story. They need a legit shortstop, um, I think they have a chance to still be competitive in the NL Central. So I'm still thinking Trevor Story, Cincinnati Reds, um, great fit there. If not, take him to Seattle, move him to second base or even third base. Um, would love to see him there. Uh, Carlos Correa, the, the teams, they, so they settled arbitration for an $11 million deal. Um, the Correa and the Astros did. I still think he's gonna get moved. I had him projected going to the Cardinals. So I did have um the I still I still have did have the Cardinals making a big move this offseason. However, instead of Correa, it was for um Arenado. So we'll kind of see where Correa goes. He might not go anywhere. He might sign a long term deal with the with the um Astros. They're they're talking about it. It's and it's rumored. However, I don't think I don't think they're gonna to want to pay him um, as much as he's gonna ask for, especially with the shortstop market next year. Um, Sunny Gray, I had going in the same trade with Arenado or with Trevor Story to the Cincinnati Reds. Um, Blake Snell, before he was traded to the to the uh, Padres, I actually had him going to the Mariners. Um, would have been a hometown reunion. He's a Pacific North Pacific Northwest native. He ended up did making it back to the East Coast, but with the Padres. So West Coast, I'll take it. Um Javier Baez. He's still um you know, he won't be traded until Brian's traded. The Cubs know they won't can't pay everyone past this year. Baez, Rizzo, Bryant, all due for massive raises and they can't keep all of them. Um, so we'll, we'll see who they keep. If any one of those three, they're going to keep Rizzo and let him retire since he's the oldest and he's going to be the cheapest to keep. Um, bias, however, I do still think could get moved. And I think the twins are in a great place to be able to land in. Um, they did recently sign Didi Gregorius, uh, or not, not Anderton Simmons. I'm sorry, but I still think that bias could be a fit for the twins um they're still competitive in the nl central and you know i just i really like bias there even can move to second base um but you know we'll kind of see so that's that was all my bold predictions the biggest names for the off season. you know i'll take i'll take the results as it is um this was before like i said i posted this back on december 13th um before all the moves even happened so i was even surprised i got a few of them right um This one was a lot of fun to write, to talk about, really enjoyed it, Um, but as always, that's going to wrap us up, and thanks for being with me today, I do appreciate it. Oh, hey, it's me, it's Jewel. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you for being with me today, I really appreciate it, I appreciate you being Part of the podcast, part of the blog, and I really hope you are enjoying the content. And I want to be able to further interact with you. I want to further get your opinions on the podcast. I want I want your opinion, and so I need it. I crave it. I desire it. I want it. I want it more than a kid who loves cake wants the biggest cake in the world. That's how much I want your input. I want you to come over to theballboyblog.com backslash forums. Go to the forums, comment, post, and any of them. The Ask Me Anything one, the 2021 predictions, your bold predictions, or make your own form. It doesn't matter. I need you to come over there and interact with me. I would love it if you did. And then you can click over to the My Deals page. And then I can save you some money on some great products. And then you can go back to the main page of the blog. And you can go through and you can read all 85 pieces I have up on the blog. It might take you a minute, but... It'll be well worth it in the end. But hey, even if you don't do that, if you don't come to the forums, if you only enjoy listening to the podcast, that's okay. I deeply, deeply appreciate it and I am so grateful. I'm grateful for your time. I'm grateful for you being here with me and I really hope you're enjoying the content. If you would like to be on the show, talk to me on the show. Well, let's figure that out. Send me an email baseballpod.jb at gmail.com that's where you can email me you can go over to the site you can talk in the chat that comes directly to me as well and let's connect let's collab and I would love to do so so let's talk soon I'll talk to you guys again soon thanks again thanks for being in in with me today I really appreciate it and we'll talk again soon